Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. I'm your host, Nolan Bicknell. And I'm your new co-host, Robert Zirk. On today's episode of RC360, we're kicking off Education Month. Uh, All month long, we're going to be talking about stories and talking to people that relate to education, both to sort of shed some light on how important it is to our community, as well as educate ourselves and our listeners on different people in the education system right here in Winnipeg. Our first story is about Dr. Henry Enns and the legacy he's left behind through a scholarship fund. Uh, I had a lovely chat about the good doctor with his wife, Olga. Then we spoke to a former scholarship winner who is paying it forward to other youth in care. She'll tell her story right here on RC360. And finally, Noah Ehrenberg joins us in studio to talk about this week in citizen journalism through the lens of Community News Commons. All this, some great tunes, and much more on today's episode of River City 360. You are listening to River City 360. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm Nolan Bicknell, and today joining us on a full-time co-hosting basis, Robert Zirk, former, I guess, what do we call it? former senior producer, now full-time co-host, right? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome aboard, sir. Glad to, uh, glad to be here, so, yeah. So to kick things off and welcome you as the newly crowned co-host of RC360, uh, why don't you play us a song? Play our listeners a song. All right, so... To coincide with June being our education month, uh, I've got the Beach Boys with Be True to Your School right here on River City 360. listening to River City 360. I'm Robert Zirk, joined by my co-host Nolan Bicknell. And so Nolan, I understand you had a conversation about a pretty interesting person recently. I did. I talked to uh, Olga Enns. She's the widow of Dr. Henry Enns. Uh, She told me about her husband and 
he had a very remarkable life and, and career. Um, he was initially denied entry into university back in, in, in like the sixties because, uh, he was disabled. Um, it sounds kind of crazy by, by our modern standards, but apparently the policies on people with, with disabilities back then were uh, quite a bit different. And Henry made it one of his personal missions to break down the barriers that were laid out in front of him. He started not only to remove the barriers uh, in his personal life and uh, break the barriers within the university. He graduated from the University of Winnipeg, he graduated from the University of Manitoba, he uh, twice was honored with a uh, doctor's degree in law. And so, but going back to the time, this when he started. And... Uh, they, they didn't want to let him into school. Yeah. But he, like, he, he could be a he could. Anybody can study. Anybody yeah, could work hard. Absolutely. It's crazy to think how much just, different things This are. is why just looking back to, what, 30, 40 years ago, but it's still part of our life. Wow, that's, that's difficult to believe in this day and age that, you know, that that would have even been a thing, that you wouldn't be able to go to university... Yeah. Wow, so he must have had quite the struggle. Yeah, uh, according to Olga, he was an amazing man. Um, she and her son really felt like they, they kind of had to honor his legacy. She really emphasized how important it was to, to learn from the past and to not make the same sort of mistakes in the past and to move forward, just as, as Henry would have wanted. The worst thing will happen to people to forget the past. So we have to know the past. We have to learn the lessons, and we have to take it further. Advanced, absolutely. So this was the whole. And uh, Henry Enns, he was a um, people person. He loved people. He loved life. Uh, he, in spite of anything, all the challenges in the life, in, with health, with physical barriers, with negative attitude, with um, challenges at work, as we all have, he never lost a sparkle in his eyes. And uh, he was the one who always was saying, you know, there is new opportunity in every no that people tell you. Well, although he had a lot of obstacles in his life, uh, Dr. Enns really seemed to be an optimistic person. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly kind of what Olga kept reiterating. It was, it was cool to hear about how much of a difference one person can make. Being married to him, being worked with him for years... Uh, we never saw the negativity in him. Never. Always sparkling, always positive, always finding the way how to encourage people and to bring people together. This would strength. Absolutely. This what he was known for bringing people together. And um, to say, and I'm saying this not as his wife, but I'm saying as his colleague in the field of disability, because I'm working in the field of disability all my life, being a physician myself, being an educator, but focusing on disability as a part of our life. He, he was ahead of his time, always. The idea sometimes that people felt out of this world, and uh, some people say it's weird, it never could be done. It's always could be done. And his life was a proof of this. So it sounds like Dr. Enns had an extraordinary life. Uh, honestly, they're, they all, well, Olga and her family is just an extraordinary family. Um, her son is studying to become a doctor as well. So the difference they're able to make in our community and, and probably in the world has been pretty incredible. 
Um, I asked Olga what Henry would be thinking if he could see his work, uh, sort of see, sorry, see how his work is, is living on in the form of the scholarship at the Winnipeg Foundation. Uh, I can see his smile right now and sparkles in his eyes. And um, the scholarship, it's something, just general scholarship, it's something we always talk in the family. And um, it's a legacy built on, grounded in the lived experience. Even sometimes could be seen as a negative experience, but as he was saying, there is always positive out of this. So I see him smiling and uh, um, willing in his wheelchair, pushing himself and just laughing. And he used to throw his arms into the air and said, wait, wait. <laughs> Thank you to Olga Enns for taking the time to talk to us. If you'd like more information about the scholarship programs uh, at the Winnipeg Foundation, you can go to www.wpgfdn.org. Coming up after the break, Robert tells us about a former scholarship recipient that's paying it forward. But first, here's Happy Summer Days by Ronnie Dove, right here on River City 360. sun promises another wonderful day and good fortune is all along the way when your heart is filled with gladness cause true love has come to stay these are happy 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 summer days every kiss will take us to a new world we'll explore Bringing thrills that we never knew before When the one you love can show you What's behind that magic door These are happy, happy, happy summer days Summer days These are happy, happy, happy summer days listening to River City 360, Nolan and Robert in studio with you here. So Robert, tell me, have you ever paid it forward? You know, I haven't had the chance to yet, though, um, you know, I wouldn't mind doing it. It's a, certainly a nice gesture. What about yourself? Uh, once or twice, you know, in the line when you're just, you buy coffee for the person behind you or you buy the drive through at McDonald's or something like that, but, uh, but not, you know, not to the extent that this, that our next guest has. 
yeah, River City 360, we had the chance to speak with a former scholarship recipient, Shirley Delorme Russell, and the way in which she's paying it forward is by giving back to the scholarship fund that helped her through university. I give back to the Voices Manitoba's Youth in Care Network scholarship because I received that scholarship five times while I was in university. And I know that Voices as a nonprofit um, definitely relies on the donations of others. I don't have the ability to pay back $20,000 to Voices, but I would like to help them however I can. So Shirley was in foster care from the time she was a teenager until she was 18. And though she excelled academically and had aspirations to teach, there were a few challenges that prevented her from considering university. Am I right? That's right. Uh, Two of the things that she cited when we spoke to her were the high cost of attending university. And also, sometimes there's a stigma about being from foster care. There's not a lot of high expectations on foster kids in general. Now, I'll say in general because there are lots of foster parents out there who are excellent and expect good things of their kids. But in general, I'd say people don't have a lot of high expectations, including the expectation to go to post-secondary. So considering those obstacles, uh, Shirley mentioned that university didn't seem like an option to her. So she went to work for the time being. Once she purchased a house, her her husband completed university and they had their children together. She started university at 28, but was still lacking all of the funds necessary to go. I always say the internet had been invented by then. So I found everything I could find and I truly applied for 37 awards that spring and summer going into university. I didn't receive any except for the Voices Manitoba's Youth and Care Network Scholarship. And Voices Manitoba's Youth and Care Network gave me a scholarship every single year, which was unbelievable. I never expected it, but they gave me an enormous amount of support. So thanks to the support from the Voices Scholarship, Shirley graduated with a Bachelor of Arts and a Bachelor of Education. That's right. And as we mentioned earlier, she makes a donation to the Voices Manitoba's Youth and Care Network Scholarship Fund every month. But another way in which she's also helping to pay it forward is in her work as the Cultural and Educational Resources Coordinator at the Louis Riel Institute, where she helps students find funding so that they can also attend university. My own experience means that I understand that there can be a stigma about being from foster care, and I don't care. I don't care if you're blue with seven eyeballs. It's my job to help you find money to pay for school. And hey, if you were in foster care, cool. Now we've got this other path we can go down. And Shirley credits the support she received from Voices as instrumental in helping her through five years of university. They do so much more than give money. They really give hope and connections. Coming up after the break, we'll speak with Noah Ehrenberg of Community News Commons, and we'll find out what's new in the world of citizen journalism this week. But first, here's the turtles with Happy Together right here on River City 360. Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together. I should call you up, invest a dime, and you say you belong to me. Lose my mind, imagine how the world could be. So very fine, so happy together.
No matter how they toss the dice, it had to be the only one for me is you and you for me. So happy together. It had to be the only one for me is you and you for me. So happy together. To be the only one for me is you, and you for me. So happy together, so happy together. And how is the weather? So happy together. We're happy together. You're listening to River City 360. We're now joined by Noah Ehrenberg. He's the convener of Community News Commons. Noah, thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to be here. So, Noah, uh, every week we like to sort of see what's been happening in Winnipeg through the lens of Community News Commons. So tell us what's been going on this week. Well, one of the things I like about Community News Commons, aside from giving a voice to all the citizens of Winnipeg, is that it really allows us to see some of the great things that are happening in our city and in our province. And one story that was just published uh, yesterday uh, has to do with a... a, uh, a place called Artbeat Studio, uh, which has been around for 10 years. And so they're celebrating their 10th anniversary. And essentially, uh, Artbeat Studio supports people who are affected by mental illness by providing them with a workspace, uh, some artistic mentorship, and access to a supportive community. So uh, citizen reporter Michael Obendorfer wrote a very interesting piece featuring a couple of um, artists who have t- um, really um, excelled uh, through Artbeat Studio programming. Uh, another story that uh, I really uh, enjoyed was some of the things that were going on this week with regards to um, active uh, commuting. And uh, I saw that there was the a... Green st- Commuting Challenge. You got it. And so the uh, the Green Action Centre, um, they uh, were celebrating active commuters on Clean Air Day, and Beth McKechnie had a little article about some of the uh, different things that they were offering, like free coffee or juice and a cinnamon bun that were given to green commuters as part of their week-long Green Commuter Challenge. Uh, the uh, other piece that I really enjoyed uh, this week had to do with um, the United Way uh, uh, sort of rolling out uh, a Winnipeg being a city of kindness, and what they're trying to do is um, 
every Wednesday for the month of June is inspiring Winnipeggers to be kind to each other. And so they have all sorts of programming over the course of the next uh, three Wednesdays that will encourage Winnipeggers to um, do random acts of kindness. And so uh, those are a few of the stories that I really enjoyed this week. Very cool. Excellent. Now, one of the big stories this week was the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and the release of the recommendations and the closing ceremony. Um, were there any stories? Uh, did anyone in the in the community write some stories regarding the TRC? Well, you know, the TRC was covered extensively by the mainstream media, which it should have been, and I'm glad to see that it was. Uh, one of the things about uh, the Truth and Reconciliation recommendations, uh, the Commission's recommendations this uh, that came out this week was the need to have healthy families and the need to raise children in a healthy environment. That's really the one of the main uh, points that they tried to make. And, and um, one of our citizen reporters, Paul Graham, did a really interesting piece about uh, a, a place called the Phoenix Sinclair Little Stars Playhouse. Um, and this is um, a story about, uh, for the past seven years, there have been a, a group of very committed women in the Winnipeg's North End that have been running a program called North End Stay and Play. And basically the objective of is to provide children and their families uh, a place to play together and together uh, to learn the benefits that play provides. And so it's a beautiful little story that Paul tells. And um, he, he, he talks about this particular program uh, having a modest budget for the last seven years. And, you know, usually they go out of a donated church basement or they, you know, they really do have a dream that um, they're working hard to fulfill, which is sort of a new custom-built playhouse on Selkirk Avenue that will operate five or six days a week. And it will be called the Phoenix St. Clair uh, little Stars Playhouse. Now, of course, the facility's name commemorates the life of Phoenix Sinclair, a little girl who was murdered in 2005 under circumstances that really demonstrate the need for building strong, healthy families. Absolutely. Um, so, how can our listeners get involved with CNC if they if they want to write about write a story or cover something as a citizen journalist? Well, it's really easy. You just go to the site, which is www.cncwpg.org. Even just Google Community News Commons is the first thing that comes up. And uh, on the site, you can find a place to register, um, give yourself a byline, a little profile, and uh, and then there's contact info for me as well. And uh, people can uh, use my assistance, editorial help uh, throughout. Uh, the development of a story and I will help them do any type of story they'd like to do multimedia so it could be uh, uh, written words photos uh, audio video that sort of thing so it's uh, it's, it's quite a, an easy way to do it and any level of journalist can get involved if you're an amateur if you're a seasoned vet we will help you tell your story absolutely and that's the beauty of it fantastic so at the end of your segment I like to ask you about a local musician or a band or something to to give our listeners a little local treat. So what do you have for us this week? Well, I thought this week we'd uh, feature a local band that's going to be at the Winnipeg Folk Festival that's oh. coming up in less than a month. Mm-hmm. And um, so people should know that there are, is a fair bit of local talent that uh, appears at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. And one of the bands is called the Mariachi Ghost. And uh, they've been around for a little while. They've worked very hard at what they do. And uh, I think for them being a part of the Winnipeg Folk Festival and being on the main stage, I believe it's on Thursday evening is when they're on the main stage. One of the first bands up, uh, I think is a real treat a real honor for them so here is mariachi ghost doing their song called the mariachi ghost right here on river city 360 on cjnu 93.7 fm 
Thank you for listening to River City 360, and a special thanks to Olga Enns and Shirley Delorme Russell for taking the time to talk to us today. If you want to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg or to listen to all of our past episodes, please visit rivercity360.org. River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM. Our listener line is always open, so we want to hear from you. Give us a call at 204-944-9474, extension 290, and leave us a comment about the show, or even request a song or suggest a topic for a future show. That's 204-944-9474, extension 290. For River City 360, I'm Nolan Bicknell. And I'm Robert Zirk. Thank you so much again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday. Mm-hmm.